Yo, what yo, up? this is Say No More Podcast, you know what I'm saying, this, I'm back, this is Al, you know what I'm saying, I'm here with B, and you know, we back, back to talk to y'all about some hip-hop, you know what I mean, it's, you know, a little hiatus, you know what I'm saying, it took like a week off or something like that, but it was a lot of things going on over here in Southern California and all of that, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, we back to talk some more hip-hop with y'all, you know what I mean, so, um, how you wanna start this joint off, B? Well... So Biggie got five platinum albums. Did you know that? Biggie got five platinum albums. Yeah, can you, you think you can name them? I mean, um, off rip, I want to say, um, well, definitely the first two, obviously. But um, if we talking about, uh, we talking about um, Born Again, that one platinum. Yeah, Born. Yeah, Born Again went platinum. Okay. Um, Biggie duets. Did that go platinum? Yeah, see, I, I was gonna, I was gonna wonder if you remembered that one, I but yeah, that, that one, one went, that one went platinum, and I and I believe they're counting the the double as uh album. Oh, so he got one joint with he got he got a platinum plaque for each record. Yeah, because if you remember, um, this was a long time ago. I haven't checked his numbers, but he went diamond. Yeah, this was like this probably was like ten years ago. I remember it showing he went diamond. And okay. if you remember, double CDs count as two, so that essentially meant that he sold five million. So he's probably way over five million, but this was like probably twenty years ago, and I heard he went diamond. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna consider that they're saying Life After Death is two albums. So you got Ready to Die, Life After Death, Born Again, and then the duet. Damn. And so, yeah, five, but, I mean, I I guess, I mean, congratulations. I mean, I mean, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? But if we going by technicality, I mean, I do you look at Life After Death as two albums? Well, it is a double album. Yeah, but I mean, do we separate them though? Um, no, not. I mean, not necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Like in the sense of, um, of a, like a, a single disc and then another disc releasing like years later. Then no. Yeah. But so, I was I was surprised at hearing that, and I didn't even know that um, Faith. Dropped the album with him last year. Last year, actually, I, I had no idea until I read that. I remember that one. I remember that one dropping because I, uh, I forget where she was like when she was talking about it. Maybe when she came to sway in the morning or something like that. But I do remember. Did you hear that. it? Nah, I haven't heard it because it's supposed to be like, like a like a, a collaboration album sort of like what everybody's kind of waiting for uh beyonce and jay to do you know what i'm saying it's sort of something like that so um yeah no nah, i didn't i haven't heard that one um i don't know man it's just you you know what the hard thing about it is the hard thing is um the fact that uh you know big when people always had a comparison between Biggie and Pac, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, Biggie had, Biggie had a a limited amount of material. 
You know what I'm saying? Like he he wasn't looking at things, in my opinion, like you know, kind of planning for the future or if something happened or you know or anything like that. He had a lot. Of, he had a decent amount of unreleased material, but his catalog versus like Tupac's catalog, like you could you see you saw the workhorse that Tupac was. You know what I'm saying? And that was if anybody's seen the movie, you know because we weren't there at those times but if you've seen the movie you saw what what type of time that he was on when it came to recording and, and getting those thoughts out all the writing that he did um you know to make up all of these albums that people were able to put production together uh and and drop new material for tupac you know what I'm saying years and years later but um with the with biggie it was all unexpected it was unexpected with Pac what what, what happened to him too but that was, you know, Pac was a, a machine, you know what I'm saying? So when when we heard the next stuff that came with Biggie, a lot of those rhymes we already heard, you know what I'm saying? Because he didn't have just that vast catalog to where, you know, it was, it was something new that we were getting. So unless, I, I don't know, I didn't hear a single. Or anything from that I think this was uh, I don't know what type of Who backed the project I don't know if it was like Puff If he had anything to do with it Or anything like that So And I didn't hear too many people talk about it I, I didn't style on it Like I just didn't get a chance to hear it yet um, I will go check it out Did you get a chance to hear it? I never Well I didn't even I didn't know about it To be honest Like I, I didn't I didn't even hear about it and I, I don't. I mean, I, I would. I probably would. I'll probably check it out. But it's not something I'm excited to. This like it's been a long time. Yeah. Um. You know, since he passed, and I, and if Puff essentially, I want to say milk what he had, but basically use, I want to say everything available to him between um that duet album and then a Born Again album and then. You know, I know there was the greatest hits, and that and that was I was gonna say that was a there was the greatest hits album that went platinum. So I want to say every, any and everything must have been used between all those albums. So I, I'm I'm even not sure what will be left over at that point. Because like you said, he he was more of a of a rapper that when there was an album to come out, he would just do the album. You know, you didn't really. I mean, you heard. You heard songs that he did with like One Twelve, or you know, who, you know anybody in the crew. Like he would be on there, you know, like Total. Like he'll be on anything that Bad Boy was affiliated with, but not necessarily, you know, on on a mixtape scene or just dropping freestyles on on mixtapes. He was more of, you know, and, and that's the thing. It was different back then, but I don't think he was had that same drive or work ethic as Pac. Because if we're going to talk about Pac, you know, I think it was a little different um, between them two. Not to knock big, it's just they was on two different waves with music, musically. So yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. Did you did you like the morning? I mean, I would say I was hyped for Born Again just because I, you know, and like we were talking about what did Big have left that no one heard. So I think. You know, when I heard Dead Wrong, I was like, damn, this shit might be fire. I mean, the album was cool. Um, it wasn't, it just, it, did, it just did feel like there was a bunch of stuff that they just, 
chopped together and, and yeah. threw together, which yeah. I was kind of disappointed, you know, because it kind of felt like it felt like a, a, a super reach. And then by the time we got to the duets, I I I had no excitement for it because it was kind of going back to artists that he probably would not collab with, or it just I, it felt super super forced. So I, by that time, that came out. I mean, I, I like some of the singles I heard, but it just it didn't feel it didn't feel like um, like a real album to me. It just felt like it was just stuff like scrapped together to kind of get one last you know splash on it. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it too. I mean, at the end of the day, um, I love Big. You know what I'm saying? I don't think there's too many people out there that that, that would say anything otherwise, but. Um, it did kind of feel like that, you know what I'm saying? I was um I was excited myself, you know what I'm saying, for just to have some some new big music, you know what I mean? But man, I'm trying to think do I even have that joint? Um, cuz I remember having it on a CD, but I'm trying to remember do I have it like uh do, do I, I had it? it. I don't know where it's at, but I I bought. I definitely cop born again. Yeah, um, I don't know where it's know. at either, but I know I got it. You know, somewhere. You know, what I'm saying somewhere amongst all of the uh, all of my music and stuff. So um, I don't know. I I don't know. It it was good. It was really good. I did appreciate the album. You know, but um, yeah, I was hyped when Dead Wrong came because it was something different. But obviously. That was more early Biggie, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, because you could tell the difference in his voice, his cadence, and everything else like that. I I just think the conversation of, of Biggie, you know what I'm saying, and what he would have done, and you know what he has done, like it, he's just a tough person to, I guess, kind of uh, critique in any any way, shape, form, or fashion. I mean, he's a uh, he's like a uh, he was great, you know what I'm saying. He, he he dropped the projects that he dropped. It was it was great material, but um, as I feel like as you get older, you start to understand the music business more, and and you know what an artist was, and you know what an artist is today. You know the people that have that kind of work ethic. You know what I'm saying, like a Tupac. Um, you know that's the one that's gonna, you know, stand the test of time. You know what I'm saying, and I think Biggie could have very well been there but it's always going to be a coulda you know woulda what what would have happened you know what I'm saying if, if he unfortunately did not pass away but um and that's why I always think the conversation is unfair to place him up against Tupac like that just because of the simple fact that you know he he didn't his time was cut short it was cut way too short you know what I'm saying but then you look at Tupac and it was like what if Tupac had more time you know what I'm saying? If he had more time to kind of do what it is that he wanted to do, uh, it would have been just a different a different scenario. You know what I'm saying? All around, 100%. So, um, and that would have changed the, it would have changed the narrative on what, you know, what was released for some people's careers, you know, albums would have changed. It would have been so many things. It was different. It's, it's like asking a question like, you know, when you, when you break it down like that and talk about these two guys that were taken away from us, it's like asking what would have happened if Kobe would have went to the Hornets? 
It'd been a, you know the NBA would have been changed. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different ways there would have been. It it has just been different. You know what I mean? So yeah, nah, that's it's crazy that he does have five platinum albums. I bet you not too many people really know that. So that's that's wild, interesting. I I, I never thought of it like that. But you know, hey, you know that that just shows that he still got love out there. You know what I'm saying? So I love to see it. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to that faith joint. Like you gave me something to think about, something to listen to. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm always constantly looking for something that's uh, something new. Uh, speaking of something new, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here. Um, you know, so uh, your boy Drizzy Drake. It's heating up the streets right now with some uh, some dude block boy right now. Uh, I think it's J B uh, B C block boy block boy J B block boy J B yeah yeah look alive uh, and he you know he was hitting some dances in the joint you know so I seen the video it looked like Drake was having fun man and um I just want how you feel about the record. Um, I mean, I turn it off after Drake's done because I think <laughs> that dude's garbage. But um, I, I mean, Jake's Drake skated on it. I mean, the beat is the beat is dope. It's um, hard, man. The, the dude that I, I mean, I'm just not feeling the dude that rap after. It's, it's I don't I don't know. It's like a <laughs> it's like the Drake it's like the Drake stimulus package. You know, like he hop on some like a like a McConan song and okay. And that should just take off, and we don't hear it from the dude again. I think this is similar. <laughs> I mean, not to knock him, but I mean, I think Drake went first for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think you would have waited on Drake. You know, if that dude went first to hear Drake. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's fire. Uh, you know, it, it just sounds like he's doing his rollout. Um, you know, with the Scary Hours EP, got mm-hmm. the God's Plan, Diplomatic Community, and then he was on what the Migos, the um, Walk Like It, Talk Like It song, and then you mm-hmm. got this one. So it sounds like he's doing his rollout um, to his album. And did you catch his video? The video for which one? For God's Plan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I caught that one. Would you I mean, you know. I didn't I didn't like it. You ain't like it? Why not? It's if it felt like a, you know how Oprah be giving away shit and then people cry. It, it, <laughs> I didn't I wasn't I wasn't feeling that. It felt like I was watching Drake's Oprah episode where he I didn't I I don't know. I don't I mean it was good. I I, I always commend charity work, but it just felt a little forced. It felt mm. it didn't feel natural. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, you know, I, I mean I, I love I love what he did. Like I don't knock I don't knock that, but it, it didn't seem I don't know. That's just my opinion. But yeah, yeah. I uh, and then plus the song song don't really match the you know, the video because if you hear the lyrics or just listen to the song, it's kinda like I don't know what the song's about. And then you see the video, and I don't feel like it's not like it's a song with a with a message like give back or whatever. And then you see him give back, because then I'll make more sense. So I'd be like, you know what? I heard the lyrics. I see the video. Mm-hmm. Perfect. But if you just listen to it, it's just the same hook repeated. Not too many lyrics going on. Really short song, and you see the video and. It kind of felt like it was more of like a viral video to kind of get more sp- 
spins on a song. So that, that's my take on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't feel like it's a hit. I mean, you can call it a hit, but it's just, it's a, I would say this, it's a super easy listen. It's something that you can play a lot. I don't think you would get tired of it since it's so short. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's catchy, but it, I don't think it's a hit like a Hotline Bling or a Jumpman. I mean, it's Drake being Drake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would say, yeah, you're right. It's more something we expected. Um, I didn't I didn't really pay attention to it like I did with Diplomatic Community. I think that one's hard. Um, yeah, but yeah, this like one, this one's, yeah, I mean, that one's like a, this one just felt like, you know, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, speaking of that, so, um, the Black Boy Kid, you know what I'm saying, we, I, I never heard of him before, you know what I'm saying, I haven't heard any tracks, and per a conversation that you and I was having before, you know, about... Uh, when we was talking about Cardi B off air, you know what I mean? Um, it got me to thinking, you know what I'm saying? Let me go check out and see who some of the hottest rappers are, you know what I'm saying, out here. Because basically the way a lot of people consume music nowadays with Best Buy and Target closing, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's not too many p- places that you're going to go buy CDs, and that's even if people are buying CDs. So you're pretty much left up to the streaming services, which is Spotify. Apple Music and the title are the top ones, and then you also got Google Play and everything else. So I decided to go through and just kind of, you know, peep and see, you know, who's out there. And uh, I believe this is title that had rappers on the rise. And um, I mean, I probably will butcher some of these names, but. Um, I mean, I don't even really want to go through all of this stuff, man. Like, to be honest, I know you probably don't know a lot of these people. I don't know who Cupcake is. I don't know who Rex Rex Life, Raj, Quay, uh, Jalid, Hood Rich, Pablo Juan, YBN, Namir, uh, Lil Skies. I've seen that name around a couple places. Sean Leon, OMB, Peasy. Uh, Creek Boys is a dude named Shirt, like like a shirt that you wear, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Looped L U T E West period. And if you see Steflon Don, I've seen her, and I think she's more like a Caribbean. That's a dope name. Yeah, she's more like a Caribbean artist, I think, or um, she. I mean, think she might be a Latin artist or something like that. Don't quote me on it. Uh, as Fresher's name is here, my boy Sir from TDE is there, but I don't really consider Sir a rapper, especially after that incredible album November that he dropped. You know what I'm saying? Crazy joint that I'm still banging to this day. Um, China with two N's. Uh, that black China? Nah, nah. We we not even. We we black China. She need to she need to go somewhere. We gonna we gonna leave her alone for the moment. Uh payroll Giovanni Rams Um Sweetie like for real, man. Like you can stop me at any point. Like I don't know any of these people. I would say the one the one I, I wanna say I heard is music, but the one I heard a lot about is the Hood Rich Pablo. Okay. Um that's the only one that I've heard about that has a lot of songs out. 
Okay. Everybody else, I honestly, I, I've never heard. Um, I'd be interested to just run through it and see if there's something there. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's a lot of people. But I, I'm not. I've not heard any any of them. All right, so then we gonna we gonna go from names because obviously, like, this is what this is where it starts to count, and this is uh, a list hip hop, and so a list hip hop on iTunes pretty much, you know, the number one records. Um, that's that's just their title for it, and uh, the the first record up there is God's Plan, and we just talked about that. Um, easily digestible is classic Drake Drake being Drake, you know what I'm saying? That's number one. Second joint is All the Stars with Kendrick and SZA. The third joint is uh, Rockstar, so still in the top ten. Uh, you know, Post Malone, Twenty One Savage, um, Kendrick with Zakari with Love. That's like number four. Lemon, Nerd, King's Dead, J Rock with Kendrick and Future, Bardier Cardi, uh, featuring Twenty One Savage, No Limit, ASAP Rocky. I mean, uh, excuse me, G Easy featuring ASAP Rocky and Cardi. So that's like one, two, three, four, five, six. That's an eight. So nine is Pick It Up, uh, Famous Dex with ASAP Rocky, and ten is Lil That's Pat Joe's song? No, no, that's Famous Dex and ASAP Rocky. No, nah, Pick It Up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, that's you mean. Okay. And then the other one, number ten, is uh, Nowadays, which is uh, Lil Skies and somebody else, featuring somebody else. So I just read you off the top ten, and we're gonna stay there for a second. I mean, we got some usual suspects in there. Kendrick is on, you know, with the Grammys and all of that. He's up there. Plus the Black Panther soundtrack. He's got two records on there, off of the Black Panther soundtrack. Post Malone, who's been hanging around. Uh, Kendrick's got one of his own records from Damn. There's Drake, who's typically normally in your top ten rap. We've got Cardi in there for one of her records, and then we've got Cardi again as a feature, and we've got NERD kind of somewhere in the middle, and then we have Famous Dex and Lil Skies. Now, those are two people that I really don't know their music, and another thing that had popped up was Up Next. That's something that Apple does, and it has Steflon Don, and actually, she is a London MC, and uh, it says that she delivers swift, swaggering rap verses in a snarling Jamaican snarling Jamaican patois so um, I've heard a number of things about this girl she does have the episode I've never watched one of these but somebody that they did have on there was Daniel Caesar who dropped that Freudian album which was amazing um, definitely one of the hottest R&B dudes out there right now smoking and then uh, Khalid who uh, had the American Teen joint, and he was nominated for a Grammy. So, with this top ten of these rap songs, do you agree with? I mean, and it's not like a. This is according to what people paid for it for these records. Oh, what they paid for? Interesting. That's now that's something different. I'm assuming that that's the case because I took this straight from. Uh, you guys these aren't streamed. Yeah, no, no. I took these straight from iTunes as far as, you know, the ones that are still being purchased, I guess, because, and this is the funny thing about it. Check this out. God's plan is $1.29. You know, the singles used to be 99 cents, but I remember when they raised them to $1.29. The crazy thing is, 
All the Stars is 69 cents, and so is King's Dead, which is both off the Black Panther soundtrack. They're both 69 cents. Everything else on here, and I'm going to look through the last couple of drinks. I see one that's 99 cents, and there's another that's 99 cents. But typically, the price for any record that you're going to spend your money on for a single is $1.29. And I went all the way down for the rest of the joints because some of these other stuff, some of these other records on here, you know, we'll we'll get into that part. But how you feel about that ten that I just read you off? About the what? How you feel about the ten records that I just read off? Well, I have a I have an interesting thing on um, one of the famous decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know too much about so, it. Let me know. Let me know. Holla at me. So. A couple years ago, we had a lot of these young niggas rapping, right? So, mm-hmm. you had Kodak. Kodak was out. Yeah. You had Little Yachty. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Uzi was out. Like, a lot of the younger, like the little rap, like the little that they call them now. Yeah. They was kind of like setting the stage. This was, I want to say, 2016. Let's say 2016. Yeah, so a little about, bit of, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, I would say 20, 2016. So, um, so Rich the Kid and then Famous Dex, they was kind of like coming up too. Now, if you want to rank these guys like um, Famous Dex and Rich the Kid, they were kind of like, I want to say lower, super lower tier compared to those guys, those other guys I mentioned, because those guys were like, they had way more music out. It was way more popular, and I want to say Famous Dex and Rich the Kid was like on a come up, but not necessarily in the same you know sentence as those guys as far as just what labels are are looking for. Because I think those guys, I want to say they were more polished, but they had a bigger following. Okay. Now, fast forward, the lows have created their own wave, their own sound, their own following, and I think that kind of pumped up. Because if remember we was talking about Kendrick Lamar and Rich the Kid mm-hmm. um, off air, and then now I'm seeing Famous Dex, who was just I want to say I don't want to call him a poor man's version of Rich the Kid, but you can essentially not as good, but some you know around that same level. But it kind of seems like the labels are now saying, you know what, those guys are in the same atmosphere as the ones I was just mentioning. So that kind of pumped their status up even higher because I think, I forgot who Rich the Kid signed to um, recently. I'm looking at and him. Not, I'm sure. Well, who would he sign to? Rich the Kid, he signed to Quality Control. Music. Oh, okay. Rich, okay. Rich Forever Music, 300 and, and... Actually, okay, so it says labels. Quality Control Music, Rich Forever Music, 300, and it says Interscope Present. Oh, okay, that okay. That kind of explains so, the Kendrick feature. Yeah. And that, right we'll here, definitely... Rich Forever we'll Music definitely. parent company is Universal. And I want to say Rich the Kid put in work, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock them because I remember I seen his video on YouTube with Jaden Smith, 
and him. And I, I can lie, I thought that shit was dope. You know what I'm saying? That shit was kind of catchy or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and that's that's how I heard of him. You know, I was like, I was scrolling through YouTube and it popped up on my timeline. Uh-huh. And I played it. I was like, yo, this shit's kind of hot. So that's why, I want to say that's why I knew who Rich the Kid was. And, you know, I heard a couple of, of, of his other songs, but that's kind of like why I'm, why I'm mentioning it. So now that that type of music is at the forefront because I don't think they was going to sign him back then. You know, obviously he put in the work. He, he did a lot of stuff independently. Um, mm-hmm. But now I'm kind of starting to see the trend and then why these guys are getting signed because they're part of that new group um, and a part of, you know, the lows in a sense. So um, going back to your question, I think this is a, a, a curated list for labels, mm-hmm. not necessarily what, um, well, because what's, what's Apple's point? Are they trying to say these are the most streamed songs? Are these the hottest songs? Or are these songs that they want people to pay attention to? Because I think about what Kendrick Lamar song is it um, that's on there? Uh, Love featuring Have you, Like, do you, do you play that song? I play the album. So but do you I don't, like like if you I've if you were going, gonna like if you were gonna turn on his album right now like mm-hmm. you know how if you got a CD and you want to play your favorite cuts on there mm-hmm. is that something that you like I got to go to this one first no seven tenth no, or you no. just Mm-mm. but I don't but then asking me is kind of a little different just because of the fact that I digest Kendrick's albums differently. Even saying that I digested is 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 proven what I'm saying there because like I'm because damn you know and we gonna talk about that later in a review on damn um, Kendrick if you look at his career is not you shouldn't judge Kendrick off his singles or whatever is released because that love record is just a piece to the story. And for those that all already know, damn, damn is deeper than what anybody thinks it is and or on the surface. But that is a record that's released. And this dude is smart enough to, without giving away what we're going to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's smart enough to have records that can be played or be catchy in certain ways for the radio and whoever's going to like it for those particular reasons or put it on some sort of list. But when it comes down to, you know, dropping the album, that song has a place in the album. So, but to answer your question on some old, like, yo, if I just throw the CD in, like we would do back in the day, because we weren't, we weren't necessarily digesting albums the way we are now. Some of them, which were the super classics, but if I was to just throw that on, no, that's not the first joint that I'm that I'm going to. If I want to tell somebody, yo, you should check out Damn, and here's why, and I got you on an Uber ride, you know what I'm saying, and I'm I'm able to play you some stuff. I'm not going to love at first. I'm definitely so, not going to that one. Yeah. So my my thing is, I think the label who is trying to push a, I want to say a lesser known record okay. out there so we can kind of get more light and more attention to something that, you know, that maybe they're trying to see if it can turn into a single possibly, or just, 
hey, I'm looking at the the numbers, and this one's not this one's not getting as many streams. Mm. But as you said, and I think this can only be said about a couple artists that do projects that are um, like Kendrick is more like if you look at his three CDs, there's some you can pretty much just press play mm-hmm. and maybe not skip around. But I, I want to say I've, I've played more. I've, I played, diff, I would say the first two albums, I did jump around. So there's songs I would do go to on the first two albums. But damn, sounds like it's something you got to hit play. But I, I know the first two albums, I even with Section 80, I have my favorites. So maybe damn, is this something you, you just press play and let it rock? But I think with that song, I think maybe that's that's the formula behind it. It's kind of like let's let's test the waters on it, or at least let's put it up there, and let's see if people kind of gravitate to it as as just a song mm-hmm. versus just a piece of the album. That's just my my take on it. Um, and then you say, you know, with Drake, obviously, you know, whenever he drops something, it's gonna get streamed. Um, and then you got the Black Panther soundtrack. I'm, I'm really surprised that the weekend and um, and Kendrick's song is not on there versus the All Star song. Not saying one's better than the other, but I, I I expected to see that song up there because those are two two of the biggest artists. Right. I want to say that song is pretty dope, and I think it. You know, I'm pretty sure. It, I would I would think it's getting more streamed than some of those other records that you mentioned. You know what's crazy? Because I just went through the rest of the list. Um, the song with Rich the Kid and Kendrick is not on here. Which, the new Freezer? Yeah, and that has a whole challenge to it on Instagram. So I think this list or the way they come up with it is based on something else. I don't know if it's how many times people have purchased that record because for, to not really know too much more about uh, Rich the Kid I would say that with this being that's... such well with this being such a breakout record for him you know what I'm saying especially having a Kendrick Lamar feature anything that you put with Kendrick on there right now is probably going to chart you know what I'm saying so um, and this record when I, I only did this joint a couple days ago so with that um, with that being out at the time there's no reason that that joint shouldn't be up on here, especially over the famous Dex record, which I haven't really heard. But here's something interesting that I'm that I'm looking up now. Wait, wait, real quick, real quick. How many of those songs are from 2017 besides the that Kendrick mm, song? Um, and then yeah. and then if that is the case, yeah, you right. Then how come that Kendrick song is on here if it's from 2017? Yeah, because I mean, and all then of the not stars even, and all not that stuff even, is. And then not even like late 2017, I want to say Damn came out. It wasn't the end of the year, right? It was like April. Yeah, so yeah. that that's even more interesting because yeah. we in we in 2018 and we still hearing. Uh, well, like I said, that to me sound like a label push, maybe a late label push to see if they can get some final from the album. Because obviously the plus is a Grammy nominated. You you know if I'm if I'm Interscope top dog. I need at least one of my songs on on Apple Music on the front because we just took home as many Grammys. So I think that's politics more than this song is fire. We need to get it out there type type deal. Okay, I got you. I just found you know something interesting about Rich the Kid. 
Uh, so that Rich Forever Music is the label that he started. Right, he, right. He's the founder and CEO. His first artist that he signed was Famous Dex. Yeah, because I remember I used to see a lot of um, pictures of them together. So I get, I get, think they they like close friends. So like I said, I give Rich credit because he he laid the groundwork from from when I was you know partially following him, and he did his thing and he turned that into a deal. So. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. He, you know, he put in that work, you know, he, he, he did all the groundwork and, and it, it sounded like it paid off to a, to a pretty decent deal. Um, so, but like you said, like I haven't heard that same as Dex song, but like I said, it, it sounds like he's what they, you know, the next guy they want to push as far as Interscope or wherever he, he, I don't know where he signed to, but there's a reason like you on the front of, front of Apple Music and it's, you know well that was off of um i'm gonna go over the apple music one because i just forgot the fact that that's off like i just said that's off of itunes so right oh, now yeah, no nah, right now i, I currently forgot about iTunes. yeah you know what i'm saying because you can still actually buy music there that's that's like that's going to be one of the only places um so right now i'm on spotify and number one you know this is rap caviar so this is not their today's hits because pretty much what Spotify does, they let you follow playlists and they'll put music videos. Cause the first three videos they've got up here. One is trippy red dark night demo featuring somebody. Cause it, the name is cut off. The next one video is a uh, J rock Kings dead. That's from the black Panther joint. Uh, the next one is a rap caviar live with a boogie, the a boogie with the hoodie. Um, that's live from New York. And so the first records, uh, it looks like it gives us one, two, three, four, five, six or seven. So we've got God's Plan, Drake, obviously, Grinding All My Life, Nipsey Hustle, Look Alive, Black Boy JB featuring Drake. We got Narcos from the Migos new album. We got King's Dead. We got Proud, which is Two Chains, YG, and Offset. Off the Two Chains EP that he just dropped, I haven't heard it yet, but I have it in my uh, in title. Um, Rick Flair Drip, and that's uh, Offset Metro, Offset and Metro Boomer, and um, Bid Tory Lanes. Uh, there's All the Stars with Kendrick and SZA, Stir Fry Migos, Cocky ASAP Rocky, Gucci Mane, Twenty One Savage, and Pick It Up. Again, featuring with Famous Dex and ASAP Rocky. So, I, it's on both lists. And I can tell you, I haven't heard it yet. And you, but you know me, I don't really listen to the radio like that. So, I don't know anything about this record, but it's on the top list. So, it seems like something I should possibly know of or be listening to. Especially if I'm calling myself a DJ. Um, But... You know, sometimes we can't get all around to everything, and sometimes everything is not necessarily my cup of tea. But um, I also see a record on here by Lil Pump. It's called Designer, and I don't think it's featuring Designer. And this is, I don't know. Uh, Ice Tray, Quality Control, No Limit, G Easy. Uh, there's a little bit of variety I see. Uh, G Herbo record up here. Uh, Lemon is still up here. 
Pray For Me is on this list. Gang Gang Amigos. Um, Set Trippin', uh, some record off the Huncho joint with Travis Scott and Quavo. It's called Saint. Uh, Notice Me, Migos. There's a lot of Migos up here. There's Plain Jane. I know that record has been booming. Uh, so, each, I feel like, I don't know how, I don't, I don't know if there's a conspiracy behind Spotify possibly being a label. You know what I'm saying? But I know there's been one behind Apple Music being a label. And um, I do use Apple Music, but ever since I've gotten title, I mean, it's easy to use Apple Music because it's like right there on your phone. But uh, ever since I've gotten title, I mean, it's easy to use that too. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no problems with it. But um, the music comes out about the same time, 9 o'clock uh, West Coast time, Pacific Standard, you know what I'm saying? East Coast time midnight you know and, and music is instantly on your phone you have access to it um so i'm opening up apple music right now and there's the the thing for birdman uh which is the movie the documentary on cash money um they've got some playlists up here and they've got you know the latest albums that have been released there's Rap is just, in, in my opinion, it's just changing. Um, we do have to get up with these, with the new kids that's that's releasing stuff. I don't want to call them all kids, and I don't want to call everybody lows or anything like that. But um, there's a lot of people that, and and this is proof that this show is not necessarily for things like that just because of the simple fact that I feel like I'm struggling <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm struggling with the names you know the, the enthusiasm is not necessarily there to talk about these records because I like to talk about stuff that I know I don't want to talk about things that I don't know you know what I'm saying but it's it's a conversation that you and I tend to have when it comes to what is happening with the industry like it, it this, this type of stuff and not knowing and and not I hate to say it, but not being down with academics or a DJ Vlad, you know what I'm saying? Cause those those guys are constantly reporting on things that are that are new, you know what I'm saying? And and everything that's going on within within the genre I mean within the culture of hip hop, but in the genre of rap. They just you know, I feel like it's, it's a lot of these dudes popping up and it's a lot of stories and in and, and lives that are connected to these guys and these these figures that you see with money with cars with with all of these things and and i i hear less pain struggle inspiration and i see a lot of flossing for the camera i see a lot of doing it for the gram i see a lot of money phones i see a lot of down talk about other rappers that haven't made it to that point i i see a lot of videos that say y'all see what the fuck going on over here you know what it is gang gang i see a lot of gang gang i see a lot of gang shit uh you know a whole lot of gang shit right like all of that um hence the the video that you sent me i seen that video today uh the dude takashi 69 i don't know how you pronounce his you know regular name or if that's the name that he wants to go by and you know fighting at an airport 
You know what I'm saying? Like with with dudes that that want to give him them hands after he's disrespected a lot of people saying that he don't have to check in in certain cities and stuff like that. And what I see for rap, I don't like. You know what I'm saying? And I I just I don't I don't like the path that it's going down. You know what I mean? When it comes to and I don't like the people that report on it, you know what I'm saying, and report on it and keep that, you know, I, I give a quick little example. Charlemagne decided that he was not going to do that second interview with Troy Ave after the response and everything that they got from the first one. And he, I, I heard, you know, the, the excerpt from the Brilliant Idiot show, which I definitely salute to them dudes, um, Charlemagne and Andrew. Uh, he straight up said to Envy and uh, Angela, like, yo, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are we promoting this? Why why, why are we doing this again? It was like, because he got something to say. He was like, he had something to say last time. And he had just given him donkey today for the too legit to quit joint. For the people that don't know that, you know, the situation that happened in Irving Plaza, which put, you know, Tax Stone, salute to Tax Stone, you know what I'm saying? Uh, inspiration of why I started to do these podcasts as well. And, um, you know, he got, he's locked up for a situation that happened in Irving Prize with Troy Ave. Somebody died, banger, rest in peace to banger. But, um, you know, he was going to come on the Breakfast Club again after the video that he did where he had, it looked like a Make America Great Again hat, but it was blue and some, whatever. It was some merchandise that Troy Ave was selling at the time. But, um, yeah, Charlamagne didn't want to be a part of it because he didn't want that type of energy. You know what I'm saying? Because, that ain't hip hop. That's some street shit that shouldn't have happened. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it, it happened. But this whole thing with the coverage, they was talking about the coverage of Takashi was bigger than All Star Weekend. People was you had people in different cities that are that are like jumping on camera, exposing themselves and incriminating themselves. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, talking about that they ready to see this dude or this dude can't come to this particular city for you know. Cause they gonna put hands on him And they gonna do harm to this dude And I listen to him With Fat Joe on the podcast That he do for his For title And he talking about You know It ain't even really about the music for him You know what I'm saying The music was kind of secondary for him Because he really liked videos and stuff So he really don't even want to be in front of the camera But you doing everything to be in front of the camera You know what I'm saying With, your, with the hair color The the tattoos on your face Like you ain't You ain't gonna be no cameraman Or director sitting back Looking like you look, you did that for the attention. You know what I'm saying? You saying these things on camera to get that attention. And when that type of attention comes, and luckily, thank God for him, you know what I'm saying? Nothing really happened too bad to him. What's going to happen when something does? You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm already looking at it. I don't want to hear no comparisons to Tupac and Biggie. I don't want to hear none of that type of stuff because this, them two guys was incredible MCs, incredible artists, you know what I'm saying? Tupac in many different levels and acting and this, that, and the third. Ain't nobody asked for their life to be taken, but when it goes into these hood politics, you know what I'm saying? You can't leave that life alone. You can't keep one foot in and one foot out. You got to be completely out. You know what I'm saying? People get criticized for it, as Jay Z has caught criticism for not being super street, this, that, and the third. YG gets shot trying to. Get out the hood and, and do right for him and his daughter and his family and all of that stuff. Like, 
I'm just looking at the road that this is going on because if that type of stuff is acceptable, if everybody's going to be like everybody else, if everybody thinks that it's just the easy way to get into this game and get some money and get some paper and make it happen and, you know, stun on everybody that don't have it, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and that don't have these opportunities to do these things that these guys have, then what road is the culture going down? We ain't even talking about rap because rap been changed. I'm talking about the culture of hip hop where you start to see more dudes coloring their hair and coloring their nails and, you know, just just for like attention. You know what I'm saying? And because that's what it is. It's 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 trying to bring eyes to you by doing whatever it takes to get it. And then, you know, because of that, your music is looked at. And when you hear it, it's not good. You know what I'm saying? It's not the style on anybody trying to do the dream, but when you compare it to anybody else that has put the work and put the time in, everybody don't got to sound like Nas. We we covered that with the Ransom joint. If everybody rapped like Nas, would you play it? No. Because it, then Nas wouldn't be special. And it's not to say that you can't do your type of stuff, but when we know good and well there's other artists out here that's not getting that look, not getting that shine, that is super incredible, super talented, like a big crit. You know what I'm saying? It gets looked over, you know, and for somebody else, for whoever has that hot single at the time. And then he winds up having to negotiate and leave the label, you know, and, and then puts his music out independently. And he's only surviving on, you know, his fan base and everything, which he's doing great. I don't want to make it seem like he's doing bad or anything like that. But, you know, he I, I feel like Def Jam didn't do him any justice whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? To the point where he wanted to leave. No different than Joe Button. That's how. But that's. Those type of situations do, you know, put that pressure on them and, you know, pressure makes diamonds, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if you're great, you're great. You're going to shine no matter what, which to both of them dudes, they're shining. But this having to cover like different things like this and seeing what rappers are at the top of these lists, you know what I'm saying? Where we know some of them deserve to be there, but, you know, some of them are probably paying money, you know what I'm saying, negotiating situations, it's a number of different things, like, it's it's an unfair advantage that a lot of these dudes have when it comes to just throwing a camera on and, you know, all of this craziness, you know what I'm saying, like, I, like, I, I don't like the way the direction that hip-hop is heading, you know what I'm saying, it, it seemed well, like it's a well, great balance, you said whose fault? I mean, I mean, I would say this, and this has been notorious since day one. Uh-huh. Labels always want, they kind of follow the trend and then they milk it and then they go to the next trends. And if you kind of even, because if you think about the 80s and 90s, there were, there were unofficial rules in hip hop. You had to be original. You have to have your own sound, your own producers. If you tried to sound like somebody, that rapper or that group will probably come and see you like immediately exactly. and shut that shit down. So there was like, it was almost like the, you know, they, you know, they kind of had their own unwritten rules and it was followed. And then hip hop started becoming a little bit more popular. And things started to kind of ease up a little bit, you know. I would kind of say, just like 
even image wise, I, I kind of think about not to knock Ja Rule because he's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But I remember the first time I seen his, you know, him in the Can I Get a video. Mm-hmm. And he had his shirt off and a bandana like part. And the voice and the whole, the whole kind of like Pac, I, I kind of felt like we was watching Pac. And then I hear a lot of his songs, the way he kind of flows. This mm-hmm. is like, you know, ongoing in his career. And it's kind of like we, maybe we miss Pac a lot that we, we allowed it, but no one really, that was my first thing. I was like, who, I didn't like it at all. Like when I first saw the image, you know, I eventually liked it. And I, I copped like a lot of his CDs. So I can't even say, yeah. but I remember the first time seeing him like this, this ain't really like right, right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's kind of sort of like wrong. And then during that time, you would get people like, I think that's, Around that time, I want to say 98, 99, 2000, we started to get um, clones, in a sense, because we had Nelly, then you get, like, a poor man's version, like, Chingy, you know what I'm saying? So I I kind of started seeing hip-hop change a little then because you started getting um, a, a rapper, but then you get a rapper similar, maybe signed to the same label or a different label that did exactly what that rapper did. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not as far as numbers or sales, but maybe, you know, but they did significantly well. Um, I'm pretty sure Chingy's first album sold a lot of a lot of records, not on Nelly's level, but still, like, in that vein. Yeah. So I kind of think that's, that's when hip-hop started changing, and then things just kind of, you know, whatever was hot, that's what labels would put out, but it's always... If you really think about it, the most negative stuff you can put out was always what was put out. You know, the labels know that what, you know, sex, money, violence, whoever's rapping about that, let's sign you up, let's put that out there. So I think that's been systematic for a long time. Obviously, we did get conscious rappers too, which was good. I'm not going to say the labels are all bad because there was a lot of conscious rappers that were being pushed to that, like, kind of want to say even out the playing field. Um, but then it kind of felt like those rappers were kind of getting silenced a bit. And then, you know, you got the 50 Cent era, so it got back harder. And then, like I said, like, I think the conscious rappers were still getting pushed out to where Kanye, you know, he kind of saved the day. And I think he re re sparked that conscious rapper era and he you know, he did his thing and then his music obviously isn't that same message anymore at all. Mm-hmm. So, um well maybe a little bit, yeah, sprinkles of it, but not the same as his earlier records. Nah, so nah, now now fast forward the labels are panicking because now YouTube's out, you don't need a label you don't need there's a lot of stuff labels did back then that you had to basically go through a label mm-hmm. now you don't have to because you can literally put out this stuff on youtube you can put it out on your own so now they're trying to figure out how do we how do we sustain and and you know this long and and keep the doors open with, you know without the artist essentially saying you know what we're going to be independent 
we don't need you. We can do everything on our own. So now they're starting to find, I want to call them Instagram rappers. Mm-hmm. Not saying all of them are, because I know a lot of them, a handful of them will be around more than a year or two. I kind of see that with Lil Uzi. Not saying I, I like them or don't like them, but I kind of see his artistry and people really like dig what he's doing. So he don't he doesn't seem like a um, people want to hear song. I think that's the difference. Is there's artists that people want to hear albums from and songs from. I'm sorry. There's there's artists out there, the new ones, mm-hmm. that actually want to hear a full album of material versus I just need a two minute single. So I think the labels are getting these Instagram rappers, which are, you know, and I say Instagram because it's kind of like a quick hit. It's like, here's my message, read it, reply to it, and then wait for my next one. So it's almost like a quick fix, like a like the Vine, remember Vine videos? Mm-hmm. Really short, quick. So I think they're, they're leaning towards the popular people, popular rappers that are, already have a following that people don't really expect to hear albums from they just want to hear i want if you want to call them bangers or just songs that you know that you can write out to so i think the labels are really hopping on these guys and not only they're getting them young too so they're starting to get the youngest they can that has hot records and i think that's what they're promoting that's what they're pushing and they're really supportive of the lean culture mm-hmm. of drugs of even like you said gang shit which is pretty pretty scary because we when we were kids these were adults talking about it so essentially like back in the day like unless you went to like independent places some some places didn't sell you albums that had parental advisory stickers because this is adult. If I, I think about it now as an adult, I wasn't supposed to be, and I had to hide tapes and stuff from my parents. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because we wasn't supposed to be listening. There's no, if you listen to Doggy Style, just think about the Doggy Style period, you know, like what it is. Like, and if you think about the album, there's no content on there for kids, maybe a couple songs. But this is not something that you want your kid to listen to because they're not really, they don't know what they're listening to. Even though it's dope as fuck and you love it, this is something you kids are not supposed to listen to. So the scary part is now there's kids that are not, there are still minors that are rapping about this shit. And then their core audience are kids. Exactly. I just read an article that Travis, uh, what is his name from Blink-182, the drummer? Travis Barker. Um, yeah, Lil Pump. His son wants to get tattoos on his face because Lil Pump, they know him, you know, personally. And he wants tattoos on his face. And like you were mentioning, these guys are they're dressing crazy. They're putting tattoos on their faces. And and I think, and this is and that's not a race thing, but some of the non-black artists are doing that to kind of stand out because and then they're they're just making music that black artists already make they're because that's the main thing is like if they were coming in with something original then i don't think they'd have to have all these tattoos and try to stand out amongst uh, a, a all black dominated you know music genre that black people created 
Mm-hmm. So I think part of their appeal is they're looking like they have to do these extra things to kind of get on or heard. And I, and I think that's, that's another conversation, but I think that's kind of part of it too, is like, how do you stand out in this kind of field if it is black dominated and if you're not black? And I think that's, that's just my opinion. That's, that's just my take on it from, I, I don't, like I said, I don't listen to little pump or, or six, nine, but that to me kind of feels like, okay, how else do you push these guys out? You know, they have to make this kind of music and, or whatever. So that, that's, that's kind of like my take on it. So I think the labels are kind of pushing this kind of music and it, it's, it's, it's taken off. But it, like I said, again, these are young kids making it and their core audience are younger kids and hopefully you know, I don't know, you know, you just got to be cognizant of what your kids are listening to, especially, I think the biggest difference is our rappers of our time, as bad as, as it is, we's not going to do the things that these drugs, these rappers are talking about, even though like, you're not, even when you're 10 years old, you're not going to smoke weed, but they're promoting weed and, you know, or whatever. They weren't promoting some of the hard shit that these guys are promoting that could really fuck, fuck your kid up, like, forever. So I think that's the main difference, too, is they weren't, they weren't promoting drugs. Like, you had rappers that, like, Cypress Hill and, and rappers who just, like, you know, Red Men that talked about weed a lot. So they were kind of like the weed rappers. Even Bone Thug, they always had, like, a weed song. You know what I'm saying? But other rappers, you didn't really hear about that. I mean, you probably heard it, but it wasn't like, these are the weed rappers. It's like, now, these are the lean rappers. These are the Zen, little Zen, his, him too. You know that. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it is sad when you look at the whole scope of the, the whole situation, just because, like, I don't know, man. It's just, um, to me, I don't like where it's headed, you know what I'm saying, in that regard. Um, you know, if these kind of things continue, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, despite how I feel about that kid, Takashi, and his music and his antics and this, that, and the third, I ain't trying to see that, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to see nobody get pounded out, you know what I'm saying? I, don't get me wrong. Coming from the hood, sometimes people need that. Sometimes, you know, you, you need to get snuffed. Sometimes you need to get slapped upside your head to let you know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? But when it starts to get so crazy like this to, you know, all of these neighborhoods ain't that safe. You know what I'm saying? And they they called him at the airport. That's That's got to say something to you. You know what I'm saying? You, you just got there or you about to leave or whatever. They called you at the airport. Um... You know, like, and and I don't know. I know he was walking down Hollywood Boulevard and he was filming stuff, you know what I'm saying? Because you go through any hip-hop site or whatever, it was like videos of this dude holding it up, talking about, to holding his phone up, talking about, yo, look, I'm out here, I'm on this block, I'm on that block, da 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 The crazy thing is, it was a joke by Chris Rock, but Tupac got shot on Vegas, on Vegas Strip. He, he was saying, you know, in front of Circus Circus, how you get killed in front of Circus Circus. Young Dolph just got shot over here in Hollywood at the Shoe Palace. It's not like P. 
people can't go other places to run up on you and catch up to you. You know what I'm saying? And when you do, you know what I'm saying? Looking at the video, obviously he he tried to play it smart and let his security he 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 flexed one time and tried to act like he was going out there and then, you know, one of the dudes he didn't like drag him back or anything like that, but then I guess it got to the point where when they really started getting into it, he came to get some shots in or whatever, which you know, it's a lot of situations when you talk to these guys, it's like, yo, if he's the moneymaker, if he's the breadwinner, then why is he involved in it? Because if it comes down to lawsuits and this, that, and third, which these don't, these dudes that was involved in it didn't look like they trying to press no charges. They look like they trying to press him. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it does not seem like that, you know, that's going to be the case. You know what I'm saying? But if they did, the first thing they're going to say, well, yo, it was Takashi, I mean, he's going to be in a lawsuit, you know, and it's that that's hindering your rap career, which is what you should be caring the most about your opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a dude, there's a kid, like Jay-Z said a long time ago, there's a kid, you know, right now while I'm doing my thing, he, you know, he's, he's sitting eating Apple Jacks, you know, he's reading the back of the box, you know what I'm saying? In the middle, he's writing some shit and he's like, I'm going to find him. I'm going to sign him. There's plenty of dudes like that. If you remember the little kid, I don't know what happened to him, but the kid that was on a, the backstage movie and he freestyled for DMX and DMX gave him the car, it's kids that's genuinely nice, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that really got something to say out here. The kids they got a, that, that see these things and, and are guided on the right path to, you know, talk about change and, and this, that, and the third. Like, there's some really, really smart, talented kids out here. But, you know, sometimes if it ain't coming with a dance, if it ain't coming with a challenge, if it ain't coming up with a bop or something that, you know, people can make a dance video from, then it's not getting that type. That's It ain't getting that type of time. You know what I'm saying? It ain't getting the time of day for a lot of people. You know, it, and we, we know it sells. You know what I'm saying? We know the education and the, the knowledge and all of that is not going to sell. Rockies was not the biggest record label, but... They were a very powerful one. The Roots is an amazing band, but who wants to hear a hip-hop band is what the majority of fans will tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like, who wants to hear somebody kicking all that knowledge? You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't know, man. Like, I'm not trying to ruin people for having no type of fun or say that hip-hop is dead or anything like that, but I, I can tell you this, man. It's like the culture when everybody starts to sound the same and nobody's innovative nobody's creative everybody's doing the same thing everybody's doing trap beats this that and there's only so many times you can use them hi-hats it's only so many times you could drop the beat out you know what i'm saying and uh use your automation and all of that stuff when you're producing a record there's only so many times you're gonna switch the beat and you know do the super duper flow and it's it starts to get repetitive and it starts to get real corny you know what i'm saying but that's the people that really know, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's initially who we talking to, you know what I'm saying? We talking to the people that appreciate the things that hip-hop, the culture, still has to offer, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that well, hip-hop my... goes in, I think hip-hop goes in phases, though, you know what I'm saying? It's just like with anything. Um, it, I don't see it lasting forever, you know, like there's always going to be new sounds and new waves, and sometimes it just takes an album to just change up everything or artists that come out. So, I mean, just like there's phases, even like remember the bling era, you know, everyone thought, damn, like it, it's getting watered down. Everybody talking about jewelry and diamonds and 
And it's just, you know, even though it was all it was all fire, but, you know, it, it got repetitive. So I just think, you know, it, it, it all it all irons itself out because at the end of the day, if it ain't, even with these, even who, whoever it is, if it ain't, if you're not making something that someone wants to hear you a year from now and it's just microwavable music, they're going to look for the next one. So I think, It'll all it it just hip hop always washes out weeds weeds out the rappers that don't need to be here. Not to say you don't deserve it because you know everyone has you know if this is your dream you know all, by all means go for it if this is how you want to you know live your life and do a career you know I I can't knock it but if it ain't legit if it's something that you don't got the passion for hip-hop will weed you out it's just it's just a matter of time so you can either try to make as money as you can and, and whatever but i i have faith you know it, this is it is what it is it's like hip-hop is, is in a phase right now not to say this is the biggest phase because obviously these guys aren't getting grammy nominated these guys aren't on a level of some of the biggest rappers like drake and you know like they're just a, a part of it but they're not to the, they're not the forefront of it. They're not the face of it, if, if you want to say that. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, it's what the radio is playing, but the radio is dying too. So they they'll play with it. They would play a you know a gorilla. If a gorilla can rap on a trap beat, uh, they would they would play a gorilla. You know what I'm saying? They don't care what it is. You know what I'm saying? It can be an animal. So I don't think whatever is playing necessarily means it's the best music out or whatever, whatever on these front pages. It's just, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. Um, quick little thing that I just saw. Um, you remember the Jordan, this is switch the topic a little bit. You remember the Jordan uh, retro one, the ones with the black toe? Yeah. They're re-releasing those this Saturday for one forty. At and it looks like um, uh, it was assumed this AJ one would be a limited release, not unlike the Shattered Backboard, Top Three, and others. Foot Locker yesterday unveiled their launch locator, which shows. The shoe will be widely available across their shops across the states. The bread toe is what they're calling it. It releases Saturday, February 24th for $160. I'm going to tell you what this is already. This is an attempt to regain control of the sneaker the sneaker craze right now. This is this is uh this is an attempt to get everybody back on to Jordans because is that the shoe to do it though? You know there, because think about this. It's a coveted. It's an amazing shoe, right? It's uh. The yeah, co- I'm not. I'm not knocking that. But we're talking about like Jordans. I would say anything that's going to ever bring back the, the Jordan back, but I just think the 11s has always been the staple. But then they did drop the threes, which is 
that's huge. But I think the boy, well, no, I'll let you finish. So you saying that? So I'm, I'm they're saying trying that, to recapture yeah. where they were. Do you think they fell off, no, or yeah, what do you think? Um, I feel like I feel like this is a thing to get everybody else back because right now. The only people that are copping are people that think that they can obviously make money. People that are trying to add to their collection. Now, I love these shoes. I love the colorway because on mine, my red and black, the band ones, they're about to do a, uh, they're doing, they did a documentary of that one. Um, I haven't seen it yet. Clark Kent's in it, the usual suspects from sneaker culture and all of that stuff they're all in it i'm, I'm gonna check it out you know what i'm saying but You're talking about that jordan documentary yeah it's on it's oh, on that the, one looks that one looks hard i ain't gonna fry i'm not gonna style on it i i hate that i hate the new names like the bread and and in the band i've never yeah the they name were never that time. i've never they was never caught the bread they were, you know what they, Honestly, there was only a few names like back in. If you really think about it, no one just named. It, I think it's all the. I don't know who came up with the gimmick of naming every single thing, but it, it got corny when it, once I heard the bread. Like I, that's never. That was never a name ever. I just like, looked no at those. Said, oh, look at those bread. Yeah, like, that's just garbage. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't do it. I don't say. Look at my bread elevens. You know what I'm saying? Like. It, the ones that I'm talking about is you know the all black and red. They 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 banned him from wearing those particular colors and uh, all of that. And you know that's the one he wanted to jump the dunk contest in. You know what I'm saying with the gold chain and the Chicago cursive jersey and all of that, all of that that came with it. These shoes here, I've never had them, and ever since they've come out, I've tried to get this colorway. The picture that I'm looking at that they have on this this is 50 page looks reminiscent of the ones that I have. I still have the ones from 2001. It's the last time that they that they made the leather that particular leather. And if I pull them out, everybody that sees them instantly knows like, yo, those the OGs. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for them to put retro high OG, I would be the judge of that. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you, seeing this here. I would love to get a pair of these. Uh, I haven't bought. I can't tell you the last time I bought a pair of Jordans or anything like that. But I would love to have a pair of these. I'll, I'm going to see if I can work my way into getting my hands on a pair. Because uh, this this has really been because of the history of the shoe. And, and that's, that's where you and I come in when we start to talk about it. We know almost the history of every single shoe that we cop. You know what I'm saying? We don't get them just for no reason. Um, this particular colorway is the actual unreleased colorway that Jordan wore when he took the picture of that everybody knows as the Jumpman. That's why I want these. I've always wanted them when they first came out. It was just, I forget where I was at the time or why I didn't get them. Um, but it was definitely a time when it was, uh, probably tough to get them or it could have been a money thing. I don't know. Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not balling like all of these entertainers that have, you know, massive opportunities to just collect mad sneakers and have plugs. You know what I'm saying? Even DJ Khaled's son got a, <laughs> got a, a Jordan deal, you know what I'm saying? So he's going to be like the face of 
Jordan kids or or Nike, you know, kids or something like that. But I just seen it, you know, you and I both sneak at well, ex sneakerheads, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, you know, so and I haven't done the Jordan release thing in a long time. If I tell you what, if it's a line, I, I ain't with it. I'm just not with it. I'm not giving up my time and space and all of that. I if I unless I can go walk in the store and walk out with them like we used to do back in the day and we would go around and find places that just had nothing and we would go in there pay our money and walk right out and be happy about and go about the rest of our day then cool you know what i'm saying but if i, I can't do it like that forget about it but this is a pair that i definitely want uh, i love the ones very super comfortable shoe i love the feel of, of them uh, it, I, I got nothing but great things to say about them but so you think this is going to bring Jordan back? Well, I think this is an attempt. And if and the reason that I'm saying what I'm saying is because the last couple of times I've been to the mall, like, you know, some, you know, there's no secret that I drive for Uber. So if you listen to this podcast, you might catch me picking you up or something like that, especially if you're in the Southern California area. But anyway, um, a lot of times you, you know, you drive around and you, you drop somebody off at a certain place and you, you want to, you know, grab a bite to eat, use the restroom, what have you. So I walked into Glendale Galleria in a particular area that I walked into. I think it's near the Target. The first store that's on the bottom is a Champs. You walk upstairs and it's a shoe palace, like right above that one. If you walk around the corner, it's a Foot Locker. And if you walk up, if you go up and down to the left there's a chic and when i went into the champs joint they had they had like two spizikes that had just been released they had the all red uh all right we right back at it you know what I'm saying i had a little technical difficulty real quick but um back to the uh reason that i was speaking on um what this attempt was with the uh jordan release um i believe that with this particular attempt, it's they needed to give something that is gonna grab the attention. Um, the Gatorade thing was a good was a good try, but you're really grabbing at our age group. You know what I'm saying? Our audience. You know the the audience that was there for the Be Like Mike commercial. You know what I'm saying? So um, this is the same thing, but this is more of a a um, collector's item, you know what I'm saying? And, and the fact that they're going to be releasing it all over instead of making it very limited is an, I think is an attempt to get back, you know, like your fans, you know what I'm saying? Like the people that was really the consumer to try to bring them back because, you know, it's no different than the last time I went into a chic and the dude was like, um, I was asking him, I'm like, yo, how come y'all got so many of these J's? And it was a, I think it was a pair of um, Supreme J's, like uh, the, uh, I think they were the Supreme Fives or something like that. And um, and he was like, yeah, man, like you know, pretty much everybody is like into these running shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like they're these cross trainers and uh, what's the other joints? The um, the Harachis. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the the thing that people want nowadays i can give you an example with mina you know what i'm saying i bought her um a pair of them harachis you know what i'm saying and she has some ill lebrons and she got a couple pairs of lebrons and some jays and stuff like that but all she want to wear is them them 
them Harachis, you know what I'm saying? Because they're more comfortable. Like Exactly. And and now that you said that, we in a new era because, and I, I want to say, I don't want to say it was Kobe, but once Kobe stopped wearing high tops and then he switched to low tops. Yep. And then you got, um, I think LeBron, he's, he's stayed with high tops. And I think, and I, I know there was like a correlation between injuries because dudes was wearing low tops versus high tops. But LeBron, he has a well-built shoe yeah. and he's and indestructible. So I don't want to say that's why. Um, but now you got the whole part of it's Kobe, part of it's Nike, but then Adidas when when um, when Kanye was Adidas. I mean, when he was with Nike, he had high tops. They're all big, bulky shoes. They ended up being a little bit more narrow by the time you got to the Yeezy twos. Mm-hmm. But then. Once he dropped with Adidas, it's kind of like these are low-top shoes, mm-hmm. not only for men, but for women. And then you're starting to see James Harden, which is like the pillar for basketball and um, for Adidas, and he's got low-tops. Lillard got so low-tops. And then if you look at it with the clothes, clothes mm-hmm. are more fitted. Yeah, You got, um, you know, joggers were, you know, you probably could rock, some high tops with some joggers, but realistically, but it ain't gonna it ain't gonna look fly. You probably gonna wear some low tops. So I think a lot of even with clothing, low tops look better. You know, with the way the clothing works now. So unless mm-hmm. you coming back with some, you know, some baggy jeans to cover up half your your high tops. You know, low tops is you know even with shorts. I mean, it just it just looks better. It look it just it looks Look cleaner. So I think part of that too is there's a new wave, and just with Kanye going to Adidas, you see younger kids. I forgot, was it um, one of the dunk contest guys? Um, the dude from, what's his name? We were just talking about him today. Um, from, from Utah? Utah? Yeah, his, well, I forgot somebody brought out his sister, and she, the main thing I saw is she had on some three, the three Sabadita shell toes. And oh, this yeah, is like yeah, a young, yeah. This is a young kid. And then even when I'm out, I'm starting to see Adidas on chicks. You know, like they, they got the Adidas shit on uh, versus before. If you never seen Nike. anybody out, even you had Nikes on. Like, I don't care who you were, you was. You had so many Nike running shoes or just whatever. You know, you would see everyone out, you know, even with that athletic gear they had on Nike. But now Adidas is, like, slowly gaining momentum. So I think part of that, I know with Jordan, you know, obviously Jordan's had this huge successful run. I don't think you can ever, you know, get Jordans up out of here. But if you're looking at, the sale, like you said, if you can ever walk into anywhere and buy some Jordan, the time has changed because obviously when retros first started, started in the early 2000s, you could go anywhere and cop some Jordans. Or even when Jordans just were dropping naturally, like as he was playing, 
you know, you could still go somewhere and buy Jordans. It wasn't like it is now where you, you had people lying, you know, like you just, you well, couldn't you gotta get have a plug. You, you had got- to have like a bot. <laughs> Yeah. Or, uh, or uh, you know, now raffle tickets, or you have to, like, literally, like, pull the hammer out on somebody. <laughs> Pretty much, you know what I'm saying? And, like, like you're to run it, you know what I'm saying? Running. So, I think, like you said, like, things are, I just think things are changing. Like, everybody's really, like, the younger crowd is kind of, they're, like, growing up on Adidas and, and you got to blame Nike for, for calling Kanye's bluff. And and I respect Kanye for standing up to Nike and saying, you know what, I want a piece of the company. I don't want a, just a check. You know what I'm saying? I want more. Because Kanye, I mean, for what people are saying, everything he's saying was true. You know, he was telling us what he was asking these big companies for, and they didn't really respect them. And now, like, just think about, like, what he's wearing now. He's basically... I don't think he's looking like a homeless man, but he's basically wearing sweats and, and whatever, and now people wearing that same thing when before everything Kanye was wearing, people would do. So I would never think if Kanye just said, you know what, I'm not going to wear none of this stuff no more. I'm going to just go to the, you know, basics. And now that's, that's, what's, that's what's rolling. So, I mean, Nike could have kept them, retained them, gave him what he wanted, and I think this whole shift, wouldn't have been as major, but Kanye, he is fashion, whether people like it or not, and people are, whatever he's doing, it will be copied and mimicked until he, you know, until he no longer has that same pull, but right now he's still the man, and yeah. he brought over everyone to Adidas, not everybody, but he has, you know, just like Run DMC, if they was getting a million dollar checks in the eighties and they saw what that was worth, what do you think Kanye's worth in, in the two thousands? Exactly. And I mean they're giving him full creative control and if you look at it, I'm on Adidas website right now. I don't see near shell toe, you know what I'm saying, which is what I used to rock with Adidas. Let me ask you this. When the last time you seen a pair of Adidas that cost $220 aside from Kanye? Now, that, now that's been my ultimate issue with Adidas is I know they want to keep up with Nike, but I would just hit up the outlet, and I'm like, damn, like, they prices it on par with Nike, but I don't think, like, I would say this, Nike design-wise, even with the clothes, athletic gear, they're second to none. I don't think you can ever, I mean, some they have some of the flyest shit. And I think, I, I know they prices is, you know, obviously not cheap, but I would say this design alone is worth it in the comfort and the fit and the quality and the standard. Not to say Adidas don't have that, because I, I don't really wear Adidas gear like that, but Nike... You know, now now they on par with their prices, so that's crazy too. But it, it, you know, people are buying it. But I always thought that was a little wild to see Adidas prices kind of on par, or if not more, than what Nike offers. And and you know, I see nothing on the entire site about any Yeezys anywhere. Period. It's it says if you go to it it says adidas plus kanye west more adidas and kanye west coming soon but it's sold out 
that's what it says if you want information you can sign up for updates but aside from that forget about it pretty much you ain't getting a pair unless you go to like i don't know ebay you know what i'm saying or but you know trying your luck that's like russian roulette you don't know if they real or fake and so many people it's not like it's a crazy hard design to copy i've seen different variations different colors i've seen so many different things so i don't know what's real and what's not real you know what i'm saying and that's why i just say i'm kind of out of it you know what i'm saying i step back i'm not in the game you know what i mean like um i hear they are the most comfortable shoes on the planet that's what i hear about because i see people wearing them um my thing is i want to i want i want to see what it's like wearing it's not as far as I like. I said, I don't know the production. I don't know how many they produce, uh-huh. but I like to see enough to where you can walk in a store and not have to pay crazy amounts, like you know, to get it on resale. I would like to see if they were, because that's the thing. It's like at least with Jordan, they put out enough out there. It's, they it's used not to. like you know, it was like a, a drought and they sold for like a thousand dollars a piece after they dropped it was kind of like there was enough out there that people was buying like five pair at a time two pair you know they were just buying everything that was there so i would be interested to see once they get you know if they're going to just keep it limited or mm-hmm. if they really like i said i don't know i don't i don't follow the easy the easy trends um but I, i'd be interested to know how many they actually do produce and then if they ever plan to have like enough to where I, I can literally walk in because I don't know how that would would that would that dilute it because part of the mystique is not a lot of people got them and I think that's maybe that's what they want to keep doing is, is having it limited to work because I mean if you think about Jordan if you go to the mall after they release you're gonna see like everybody with them on. But how many times, you know, you don't see everyone with Yeezys on, you know what I'm saying? Because they want to resell them or they want to keep them clean or, or they just, you know, that's that's my thing too. It's kind of like, I like to see a, a mall where, you, I mean, everybody's got them on. So that's the difference between Jordans and Yeezys or even Adidas is you can go to a place and you can see mad Jordans everywhere. Yeah, you know, true. So that that's my thing is I don't think they they can say they're on top of Jordan, but I I mean I'd I'd have to see where I'm I'm going nonstop and I'm, and this is like when Jordan was at its height. Like you you got babies with them on, you got the yeah. kids, the parents, you know, you got you know even like college teams. I remember when Anthony Davis was on Kentucky, they was all rocking the the, the blue and white tins. You know what I'm saying? So like that was a that was a movement. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I'd be interested to see if he's gonna get into you know you know athletic shoes where you know you got basketball players rocking them. Because obviously I I know I think it was Swaggy P rocked. I forgot who rocked some Yeezys on the court. Um, one one like a first half of a game. But, you know, they have been worn, you know, on a basketball court. Not the new, I think these was like the Nike version of the easy, not the, not the track ones on Adidas. The other night, Jimmy Butler wore a pair of, um, he wore a pair of, uh, the M&M fours. 
The ones that cost 20 grand. Oh, man. He wore a pair of them joints in the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how much he actually scored with the joints, but he definitely rocked them shits in the game. So I was just like, that's, I mean, it, they are fours, you know, so at the end of the day, you can't play ball in them. To be honest with you, fours, for me, are some of the most inc- uncomfortable kicks. You know what I'm saying? Just because, I, and, and it may be the new release in the way that they've, like, tailored them. Maybe I need to get them, like, another size big, but I feel like it's it's a very narrow shoe. It's very tight. It is. And it, it is. presses on, like, your foot a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, um... It's not my favorite pair. I just had my fours on today, the um, the Mars joints, and you know, say so f- it felt good to take them off. You know what I mean? Like, um, I I'll be honest with you, son. I think I'm gonna just say screw everything and just go back to Chucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I put on a pair of Chucks, man. They felt good. They they they're comfortable. Maybe it's me getting older, or whatever. But um it's it's a couple joints out there like i got i got a pair of uh a bart simpson chucks you know what i'm saying i got some all black ones um i just you know what i'm saying i just feel something cool with something comfortable on my feet my gorillas chucks i want to get another pair because i kind of messed those up i got them joints in dubai and they was ill and i know they got a couple special edition joints out there so i think i'm gonna i think that's gonna be my next little path my next little wave you know what i'm saying that i'm gonna be on but yeah, I'm not with the running joints, you know what I'm saying? Like, Air Maxes is cool here and there. Um, you know, I, I got I got a little something in the tuck, something, I, some kind of ideas that I got with when it comes to sneakers because I know we still, you know, I still got a love for them, you know what I'm saying? And dressing and going out, this, that, and the third. Always want to, you know, you want your feet always to be fresh. So I got some ideas and some things that I might you know, come up with, try to see if we can, you know, get some collabs sparking one day. You never know. We might have a Say No More podcast, you know, shoe or, or, or fitted or something like that. Something that 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 brings about, as long as it's something that brings about towards the culture, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think uh, that's where I want to go with when it comes to fashion, because like that's going to be my like that would be my target audience. Or I was I'd assume our target audience would be people that. You know, if we did do something along those lines of clothing or something like that or sneakers, it would be people that would be, you know, completely associated with hip hop. You know what I mean? So that's that's how I kind of look at it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, it's, it's something like, you know, I just seen I seen the joint come up and, you know, I wanted to get your take on that because, I mean, the sneaker game has completely changed. Um, I still got a. I still got some joints in the in the closet, you know what I'm saying? And I pull out some joints every now and again when I do go out. And, you know, for the ones that know, I do get the compliments, you know what I'm saying? I don't do it for that no more. I just do them to, as long as I feel good, then I'm straight, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. So that's that's my take on it. But I'm definitely, I keep everybody posted, updated, you know what I'm saying? If I do wind up snap, snatching up a pair of them, uh, the black, red, and white original Jumpman pose ones. I guess that's the name I'm gonna call it. I'm not calling them joints the bread ones. It's not happening. Bread toe ones or whatever the hell you wanna call that shit. So that's that's me. That's my take on it. But you can't listen to me. I'm an old retired sneakerhead. I'm not in the game anymore. I fell back years ago. You know what I'm saying? So 
Yeah, man. But um, you know, so so what we gonna do? Um, we gonna go ahead and break this podcast up into two joints. You know what I'm saying? Um, so uh, you know, we recording this joint on the Wednesday. We gonna drop it on the Thursday. And then we're going to hit y'all back with another one very, very soon. Because I know, B, you had some more joints that you wanted to touch on. You know, anything you want to have me ponder over for the next couple of days before we jump back into it? Uh, uh, yeah, um, just real quick. Just that I know you mentioned two chains. Um, I, he alluded to this may be a conscious album, so I want you to kind of think about that, like, you know, uh-huh. like we were talking about how artists, when they get older, what their message should end up being, you know, once they're out the game, once they already made their money, mm-hmm. um, how, you know, how do you how do you speak to your audience now to show them growth and, and kind of, you know, teaching the youth something else versus what you've been telling them. So I, I'm interested. I think he kind of alluded to that, or at least you know, something, because I read a little bit about what he's saying about his new album that's supposed to be coming out. Um, so I would kind of think about that and, and your take on, you know, once a, once the rapper gets to a certain age or a, amount of albums he drops, what his message should be or do they owe it to their fans to change or should they continue just to drop they, what they've been dropping their whole career and okay. just, you know so I, I would say that so right, I know it's called Rapper Go to the League that was you know that's his title I did, I did see that and um, I know he I, rem, I don't I think you did see that episode where he was talking with Joe on Everyday Struggle you know one of the old classic joints and he did say something about uh, Q-Tip curating the album you know what I'm saying so I wonder if I'm 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 gonna be excited to see if that is is still something that's gonna happen. Um, I, I I enjoy Two Chains, you know what I'm saying. I definitely enjoyed his last two projects, um, and so yeah, yeah. I I can't wait to to like hear about it, you know what I'm saying, and jump into it. But yeah, I, I'll keep that in mind. I, I'm I'm gonna do a little bit of research and kind of see, you know, what I can find out there and all of that, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, nah, that's definitely something that I'm I'm hyped over. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep that in mind over the next couple of days. You know what I mean? Yo, quick before we run out, you know what I'm saying? Did you see Black Panther yet? Um, nah, I'm I'm gonna wait till the crowd is died down. <laughs> Damn, no doubt, no doubt. I peeped it. Um, I think it's something that you definitely gonna enjoy. I might go. I'm probably gonna go see it again. Um, within the next couple of days or something like that. But you know, it's good reviews. It's, it's it's a good it's a good movie, man. I mean, look, if I'm going to, I can't tell you the last time I went to see a movie twice in the theater and actually, you know, paid money for it. You know, what I'm saying back in the day, you used to sneak in. Can't really do it like that now. You know, what I'm saying. And plus, we trying to support the people. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. But you know, look, this has been uh, Alan B for the Say No More podcast. This is half the episode. We are gonna get right back at y'all. Appreciate y'all for listening. As always, you know, what I'm saying. Like, subscribe to us on any any of the platforms out there. And uh, definitely check out my man Will's podcast. It's called Each One Teach One. That's William Rutledge. Um, you know what I'm saying? Check him out. He's, he's doing something in regards to the Black Panthers and how it kind of relates to the movie coming out and this, that, and the third. No spoilers or nothing like that, but he's definitely 
um, on top of all that type of stuff out there. And uh, yo, B, if we ain't got nothing else, you know what I'm saying? Just tell them say, say no, no more. more. You know what I mean? All right, no doubt. We out. Want it.